Hello, I'm Leslie Dudley Corbell, and I'm Diane Doucette Matthews. Welcome to The Mind of a Child. We're so glad you've joined us for today's conversation. So let's settle in, take a deep breath, grab a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or a glass of water. And let's see, Diane, what are we going to talk about today? Well, this is our Thanksgiving edition. So we're thankful that we get to do this today, and it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about some tips for uh, helping your children get through something that may be real different, meeting new people, new experiences. And then we're going to talk about traditions, talk about favorite foods. So it's just going to be a, a joy for us to do this one. So let's get started with a verse. Psalm 107, verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy is everlasting. That's a good one to start with because mm -hmm. we want to give thanks to him every day, but this is the season just to remember about giving thanks. What's something that you're thankful for this year, Leslie? Well, immediately I'm thankful for this past weekend, Madeline got engaged. Mm, and you know, that's, that's something that you pray for your children, that your child will find someone, that God's preparing the heart of someone for them. And so if we feel very blessed with this young man and just the life that they want to have together, very Christ-centered marriage. And it was really special on Sunday because he was up here visiting and my son and his girlfriend came and we went to church with Madeline where she goes to church. And you never get tired of sitting with your children on the same pew and worshiping. That's something to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. That's that's so exciting. I mean, I know I use that word a lot, but that really, really is. I know three of my kids are married, and just that, that special time of planning the wedding and then the wedding itself. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Uh, something that I'm thankful for is uh, we're going into retirement. And we sold our dental practice this year. My husband, Hank, is slowing down. Mm -hmm. So we have more time together and we're traveling a little bit more. So I'm really thankful for this new season. So we're going to play a little game. Oh, boy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I didn't so, bring any sneakers or tennis mm, shoes. Mm, no, no sneakers. No. Nope. Okay. This is just a fun game. So the Mayflower arrived in America in 1620. What year was the first Thanksgiving celebration? Now, don't, don't say yet. Was it in 1620, 1776, or was it in 1621? Well, I'm going to go with, they probably didn't get it together in 1620, so I'm going to go with, give them a year to settle in, 1621. Yay! <laughs> First answer, right. Okay, second question. What were they celebrating? Were they celebrating Christmas, the harvest that they just got, or somebody's birthday? I'm going to go with the harvest. <laughs> I, Very good. <laughs> I was Yes, I've seen that play in, in all of my elementary school years, the pilgrims and the people listening. You can see that you can do this with your children. This yes. is a game that you can play with your children just for them to understand the history. So here we go. How long do you think the celebration lasted? Three hours, three days, or three weeks? I'm going to go with three days. 
Leslie? Yes? You must have read the history. Yes. You just know exactly yes. how this went about. This is great. Three for three. Okay, now this one's a little tricky. 143 people attended the celebration. So were there more pilgrims there or more Indians there? Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to go with Indians. You are correct. Yes. Wow, that's right. There were 90 American Indians and there were 53 pilgrims. Okay, was turkey, buffalo, seafood, or deer served at the first Thanksgiving? Oh. Okay, you can pick two. Two okay. of these were served as the main I'm, course. I'm going to go with seafood Okay. and venison or deer. You are correct. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so turkey was not served at the first Thanksgiving. I didn't know that. Did you not no, know that? that just, okay. I had to kind of reason that okay, one, reason just deduce okay. it. Yeah. Turkey didn't become the main meal until the 1800s because it was native and there was there were just so many and it was a large enough bird to feed so many people. So it, it didn't really start being the main meal or the traditional, the, the main part of the tradition until the 1800s. Oh, okay. I am. That's Very. another thing I'm thankful for. What? I love turkey. I do too. I, that's, I love having turkey at my Thanksgiving meal, so I'm so thankful that they started it then. I know, and I love good gravy. But Okay, so next question. And you can omit two that were not served at the first celebration, Thanksgiving celebration. Okay. Green bean casserole, corn, pumpkin, mashed potatoes, fruit, and seafood. You can omit two. I'm going to omit you want me to read green them again? bean casserole. Okay, green bean casserole. And I think fruit. Uh, oh, I'm wrong. It was mashed potatoes. Oh, they didn't yes. Have mashed potatoes. Well, so that, that was the was other good. one. Okay, and then this is just a fun fact. This sounds so delicious, and I think I might try to make it this year. For dessert, they would hollow out a pumpkin, add goat's milk, spices, and honey, and put it in the ashes of the fire, and it would make a custard, and that's what they would mm. eat for dessert. Well, that sounds Does good. Does that sound so yummy? I like anything pumpkin. I know, me, me yeah. too. I just love it. So. But, you know, I was kind of thrown by that fruit one. I, was, I, I, kept, <laughs> I kept remembering how important it was to put fruit or to find fruit in your Christmas stocking and mm. how fruit was scarce. Yeah. And so that's kind of the thinking I was going with is that yeah. the fruit might have been scarce. Well, I'm thinking maybe berries. And uh, I thought just well, reading. yeah, that's true. That it was called the, the corn that the Indians taught the pilgrims how to grow. They called it an Indian corn because it wasn't the same corn that the, the pilgrims brought over with them to plant. It was a different kind of corn. So that was interesting too. It was called that Indian is. corn. It was very interesting. Very interesting. That was okay. fun. That was fun. Yeah. So y'all can do that with your children, change up the questions, but just kind of like a fun questionnaire, give them the answers, but let them choose. You did great, Leslie. Thank I you, you would. Thank so you. traditions. Yes, traditions. Everything that you do at Thanksgiving with your family is the start of a new tradition. That's right. From the menu items to the activities, everything becomes something your children and your family will look forward to every year. So mm -hmm. that's just something to keep in mind. Because mm -hmm. if you don't do it, your children will ask you. 
Uh, that's right. And then you mentioned something earlier about make sure you remember and write it down or because... Your children will ask you about it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right. It's like they'll say, "Okay, why? Where's the? Yeah, where's why the chocolate cake? It? Yeah, <laughs> we we had that last year. That's you know, in their mind, it's a tradition. Yeah, yeah. So there's some ways to preserve the traditions. You can write them down in a book. Mm-hmm. But one idea that my my daughter came up with that would be tangible that you can keep, she had some people coming over to her house for Thanksgiving that had never shared out loud what they were thankful for. And so she was trying to make it more comfortable for them. So she got these really cute Thanksgiving place cards and she got some colored pens and had everybody write down what they were thankful for. And so after she had everybody write them down, she put them on the refrigerator. And so everybody could read what everybody was thankful for. But then I took it a little bit further. I thought, my goodness, you could decorate a bulletin board, take Polaroid pictures. You could do a lot of keepsakes with that. Yeah, one thing that we did, and we did this last year we have, in the past years, enjoyed making Christmas ornaments mm. on Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving. And so what we did last year was kind of combine that. And you know those little tree slices? Or we call them tree cookies. And you can get them at Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. The ones we got had a little candy cane striped yarn tying them, Christmas ornaments. Mm-hmm. And then we had some colored markers and paint pens on each one, everyone had as many as they wanted to do, but you wrote what you were thankful for. And so I put them on a garland this year. Oh. And so I think we're going to add to that. Oh, that's so cool. So you're going to hang the garland? The garland is hanging on, on our stairs. Ornaments are on it. And so we're going to add more this year. And that, so what a great way to just add them every year. That is so perfect. Or you could even make it into a wreath. Yes. You know, you could, do, you could be very creative. You know, the limit is your creativity. Yes, and keep it simple. Yes. It doesn't have to require a lot of parts. You want it to be easy to do. People mm-hmm. enjoy doing it, not to be taxing, or mm-hmm. just something they can enjoy and talk over and make for you as a way to remember the Remembering, yes. And I think that's what Thanksgiving's all about is remembering. Remembering mm-hmm. the blessings that God has blessed us with so bountifully. There's so many things to be thankful for, but just to stop and thank him for all the things that we, you know, need to be thankful for. Let's talk about some discipline tips that we have, or maybe just some planning tips for going into a Thanksgiving maybe season if you're traveling or, you know, just the day for parents. I think it's important to remember that Children like routine and consistency, Mm -hmm. so this day is not like any other day. It's going to have a lot of new people, perhaps, Mm -hmm. different foods, maybe a different home, some traveling involved, or if you're at home, maybe people are coming into your home, so it's different. Maybe they didn't go to sleep on time. Just things can change. (laughs) So just be mindful of that and understand that your child could be overwhelmed, could be tired, could be... Overstimulated. Overstimulated, yes, completely. So that could affect your child's behavior. And so as long as you see their behavior through that lens Mm -hmm. of supporting them and encouraging them, giving them extra instructions, clarifying expectations, I love what you have talked about with teaching your children how to meet new people. That's not a skill that children just have. Have automatically. No, they don't just get it from watching adults do it. And we didn't do it specifically for Thanksgiving, but mm-hmm. I think this is a good time to start training them before Thanksgiving on how to greet people. 
and you can think for yourself what you want for your child, how you want them to greet people. We thought it was real important for them to look adults in the eye and put their hand out. And we thought it was important, too, to shake, you know, have a tight handshake. You know, just a firm handshake and look them in the eye and just say hello. And so we practiced that and we said that was very important. And also what we thought was very important, too, was if the TV's on, break away from the TV and make sure that they're, they know that they're important and that they've arrived at the house or turn the TV off. If we knew we were having people over for dinner, we'd have the TV off. But Thanksgiving's mm-hmm. kind of rough because there's some football games that yes. are really important. So, you know, you might not be able to do that. But just to teach them that. Yeah. And I think it's important to practice, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Practice before the day, before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Set aside some time to practice with your child these mm-hmm. things. What is, what is it going to look like? And even go so far as to have them watching something or have them involved in a game, and then they break away from the game and come and greet you as you walk in. So it's fun to practice, and it helps them be more successful that day. That's right. And what's so nice now is you can put things on pause, so they're not going to miss anything if it is a game. But we were talking about the menu, and it may not be exactly what the children like. With your kids, did you make them try everything or taste? was never an issue for me. We had what we had. I didn't make special children's menu items. We just made our Thanksgiving foods, Mm -hmm. and it was just never really something we discussed. It was just what was there, and I've been very blessed because they've never been picky eaters, but I don't know if that was because of their nature, their temperament was not to be picky about it, or perhaps because it wasn't a big deal and that that was just the food that we had and that's Mm -hmm. what everyone was eating, and if they tried some, they did. If they didn't, they didn't try it. I didn't... Yeah. I didn't watch over it either way. Food was um, a tricky issue for me. I did have an eating disorder, so Mm -hmm. I did not want to make it a big deal. So when we put food out of the table, sure, eat it. Most of the time I had peanut butter and jelly and some bread on the table. I wanted to make sure their bellies were full and they were satisfied before they got down from the table or got down from the chairs. But no, I did not on a regular basis, did not make that a big deal. And so if Aunt Susie came over with a special dish and she wanted one of the kids to taste it, that wasn't a big deal to me. I didn't make them taste it. It was like, oh, well, you know, they have their plate. We'll just, you know, let them eat it. So, no, I did not do that. I would suggest that you don't. Just let them enjoy the day. And if they're hungry, they're going to eat. They're going to eat what you have out there. <laughs> that's so right. that's, it's just not ever been an issue. And it's a special day. People kind of pick along the way. A couple of other suggestions we had here. Tell them some stories about Thanksgiving so that they're familiar with the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. story. But thinking ahead before Thanksgiving Day, if you know it's right in the middle of nap times, you may want to ask them to shift the time a little bit. But if you can't, let them eat, and then maybe you can go into the back room and try to put the child down. But if you can't, you could have a little quiet time back there and read a book with them and at least let them rest for a little while. Be prepared to soothe your child, to not be frustrated with their behavior if they Mm. do end up becoming overstimulated or overtired, but just to help them calm and understand where your child is coming from and that they're doing the best they can with the skills they have on board 
for that day. That's when we would say, stay calm. Yes. Yes, just breathe and show compassion, empathy, and, and kindness, and try to solve the problems. Mm-hmm. Yes, instead of getting worked up, I remember saying, oh, you seem so tired right now. It's been a long day, and we've been visiting with lots and lots of family. Mm-hmm. Let's just breathe together for a moment. Yeah. Mommy's here. There's one other thing, too, to prepare kids for. If you're going to somebody else's house, aunt, whatever, may tap you on the head and pat your belly and give you squeezes. Just, you know, let it happen. I know it's kind of unusual or awkward if it's new people, you know, that you don't know. So just prepare them for that, too, because that that's kind of weird, you know. Well, and I think it empowers the child when you teach them how to greet people. Mm-hmm. It empowers them to then let them greet someone in a way that is comfortable to them. So right. let's we can shake hands and greet. So I because I I think that is important to to teach <laughs> yeah. them. If you greet them properly, maybe they, they won't do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. They'll yeah. Go, oh yeah, well she's great. So and anyway. the, and then you re- also read a lot, you know, we've just had all these series on boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so if your child doesn't want to be patted on the belly or so, that it is okay mm-hmm. To say, may I shake your hand instead? You know, you know, kind of <laughs> right. teaching those things because mm-hmm. you want them to be able to assert that mm-hmm. as well. That's right. Yeah. In, that, in a friendly, right. kind way. In a very yeah. friendly, kind way. That's great advice, Leslie. So let's talk about some of our childhood traditions and then we'll move on to our traditions that we have now. Yeah. So I just remember the foods that we had mm-hmm. during, and I sat with my cousins. I got to see them. We usually had our own table where we sat growing up, and that was really fun. You know, we didn't pray as a family at our Thanksgiving meals when I was growing up. And that's been something that has been important to me as an adult. Mm -hmm. And I didn't always feel very comfortable because it wasn't a skill that was taught or modeled or practiced at all in my childhood. And so my workaround to kind of get more used to it was to be pray scripture. And I think anytime we pray God's words back to him, is a wonderful moment. And so the one that I would typically do, and it's actually my birthday verse. So I like to think about finding a chapter and a verse number that corresponds with my birthday. And so Lamentations 3.23, and you can take a little bit of 22 and you can continue it on 24, but it's primarily 3.23. When I paraphrase that and pray it back to God, it is your mercies are new mm. every morning. Great is your faithfulness, Lord. Beautiful. And that's a beautiful Thanksgiving prayer. That's right. So if you if that's something that you're working with, praying over the meal, it may be new to you, mm-hmm. maybe been, been a blessing to you all of your family life. If not, praying a verse and praying God's words back to him. That was the same way with us growing up in New Orleans. Our family did not pray. Actually, our family, I was reminiscing because we were getting ready to do this, and our family was, it was a crazy, huge, big Everybody come. I was I was telling you earlier that my dad would set up all these tables and it was like everybody was invited. We'd sometimes have like 50 people. And I mean, it was just like this big, just I don't know what to call it. But it was just, okay, it's time to dig in. And then everybody, it was a big buffet and everybody would just eat and eat and eat and drink and drink and drink. And it would last for a long time, but no prayer. Later on in life, after... Hank and I got married and we had children when we moved up here. My mom got sick. She was dealing with cancer and she couldn't cook anymore. And she wanted so bad to have all the kids together. So she planned, my mom and dad planned for us to meet 
the family from New Orleans and then us from up in Northwest Arkansas meet in Memphis at this nice hotel. And we would stay there for like four days and we'd have Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. dinner. But the beauty of that was we decided Hank would ask them if they wouldn't mind getting together in a big circle and read a scripture and go around and share what everybody was thankful for. And we started with the youngest kids and we'd go up to the to the grandparents and some of the funny, cute things were, you know, we started with Daniel because he was our youngest. And, and I remember one time he said, he asked Jesus if he'd forgive him because he loved Buzz Lightyear more than more than Jesus, and he felt bad. <laughs> it was so cute. And then tractors and a little bit older. And, you know, it was just so beautiful. But they were so new at saying that. It was just so raw and precious. And then by the time it got to my mom and dad, who were so foreign to any kind of experience like this, when Earl, my dad, shared, I mean, there were tears coming out of everybody's eyes. It was so sweet. So um, that's how it started with my New Orleans family. And so when we're around them now, it's Hank, Diane, y'all pray. I mean, they just know it's standard, so. Everyone had something that Mm -hmm. they were thankful for, and they were able to say that Mm -hmm. in front of everyone. So that's really a sweet moment. Yes, so now let's move to the food. Yes, the food. Yes, favorite foods. So what makes Thanksgiving Thanksgiving for you as far as food goes? Well, you know, I love turkey, like we said before. Mm -hmm. I love turkey with the gravy, and I love... Cranberry sauce. I mean, that's so crazy, but I love my turkey with my cranberry sauce. But growing up, it was always, I know this is going to gross so many people out when I say this, but it was oyster dressing. And I had to get online and do some research about in New Orleans, do most people eat oyster dressing or what kind of dressing? And it was half and half. Half the people do oyster dressing, half the people do cornbread dressing. So I kind of have to have it all together. I just can't do just one thing. What about you? Well, I just want to point out, you share your favorite Thanksgiving thing with the original Thanksgiving with them having seafood and oh. you having oyster dressing. You, so look at there. Isn't that look so at funny? There. Yes. Woo. <laughs> I have to go with two menu items. Okay. One being cornbread dressing, because we didn't do oyster dressing, mm-hmm. we did cornbread dressing. And so there's always that science. It's just it's just a loose science mm-hmm. of the making your cornbread and putting that all together and then how much stale white bread to add mm-hmm. and just to get that perfect blend of moist, but not gummy, because you yeah. can't have gummy mm-hmm. dressing. No. And then adding it in. It, it really is, you just wait for the moment, okay, how's the dressing going to turn out? You're eyeballing the salt, you're eyeballing the sage, because you can't have too much sage. So, so yeah, just finding that perfect. You? My mom. Do, okay, your mom. My mom and her mom before her. And so, the, but my other favorite is Sweet potato casserole. Yes. How can you go wrong with that? Okay. So do you fix it with pecans and marshmallows? No. <gasps> pecans and brown sugar okay. and butter mixture on top Okay. only. No marshmallows okay. on our sweet potato casserole. How about you? Well, when we fix it, you know, I love candy yams, and it's just real gooey, but I try all the time. It was from my grandmother, Yola. 
I can't make it like her. But so Aunt Laura normally does it. She does the pecans and the marshmallows. Anyway, so delicious. So I delicious. love I'm getting love hungry. Them. Okay, it's time to eat. We're, yes. we're ready for Thanksgiving dinner. So, so delicious. So tell me about leftovers. Well, leftovers, you know, that's the thing about it because we usually <laughs> eat our Thanksgiving meal around one or two. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, about four or five o'clock, you're kind of wanting a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And we tend to start our leftovers even then, and I remember there was one year, the sweet, again, the sweet potato casserole is one of my family's big favorite. We all love it. And so I try to make so much of it that we have it left for days. And there was a couple of years ago where I had to actually make another <laughs> sweet potato casserole about two days later because we just hadn't gotten our fill of it. And did you still have turkey? So oh, you yes. had to, yeah. yes. And so you had the other, so you had to keep going. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so before we end, what about desserts? Oh, pumpkin pie, yeah. pecan pie, yes. Meemaw chocolate cake. Meemaw chocolate. Those are our favorites. Yeah, we had the same pecan and pumpkin. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm ready for Thanksgiving right Me now. I might have to go too. do something for tonight. Sweet potatoes at least. Yeah. I don't know. We really need to have a grateful heart and give thanks year-round. So I think we want to close with a verse. We have Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Lord, we just thank you so much for this season that we can stop and really thank you for all the many blessings. So thank you for this time and it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening. Check out our Instagram at the Mind of a Child Pod, or you can email us at the Mind of a Child Podcast at gmail.com.